Upon entering the darkscape, Eason immediately had the sense that everything was in perfect order. The void-like realm seemed to stretch on forever and to possess an almost subterranean quality. As he was observing the unusual realm, shadow creatures began to appear and to approach him. What is this? A Herman? Get it out. No. Draw into its sadness and use its hopelessness to strengthen his lordship. It's only a child. It stands no chance against us. Continuing, Eason ignored them. He heard a loud cracking sound in the distance that was quickly followed by a resounding boom. Our dark lord comes! Tightly gripping the small raven totem in his hands, Eason moved forward until suddenly the Shadow King was before him. <gasps> With a sharp intake of breath, Eason hurriedly took a few steps back. The Shadow King was immensely tall and clad in old, dented armor. He smiled a sly, slippery smile. His large eyes were dark, vertical voids that made Eason feel cold inside. Enrobed in all of humanity's primal fears, the king represented that which had been stuffed into the Shadow Realm. He was a terrifying sight. The Shadow King laughed, and the sound of it drained the bravery from Eason. Did your Widow Queen send you? Did she ever tell you she sent someone else before you? In fact, you remind me of her. What was that girl's name? Mary. Margaret. Ah, Matilda. Well, Matilda is no more. I made sure of that. Your queen sent you to your doom, child. It's best to give up hope and surrender to me. There is no use in fighting. Eason clutched the raven totem until it caused his hand to ache. He made eye contact with the Shadow King despite his paralyzing fear and spoke. I will not be afraid of you as others have. I have come here to end your cruelty, you heartless, unkind monster. <laughs> the Shadow King laughed, and the dark skin began to warp with his laughter. Even the other shadows cowered in fright at the sound. Oh, you should be afraid of me. You've not learned what fear is, but I will teach you, as I teach everyone. Fear is a powerful thing. It allows me to control others. Eason stepped toward the Shadow King. It isn't the most powerful thing. I won't allow you to control me with it. What is this great power? What is its name? Surely you jest. Something so simple, you never noticed it. Eason removed the raven totem from around his neck. The boy closed his eyes and began to concentrate. As he did, an image of his mother appeared above him her hair floating around her and her arms cast wide open like Eason's were. Her raven tattoo began to take on a new life as the ravens moved about in its ink and tried to free themselves from her arm. For the first time, the Shadow King looked uncertain. Matilda! But how She's my mother. She wasn't strong enough before, but now, together, we've got the power to defeat you. The power of love, love for each other, love for the world we live in called Earth, and love for those who dwell in the Grand Unreal. As Eason shouted this, the birds freed themselves from his mother's arms and began to fill the sky. Cherry blossoms rained down upon the dark skin. 
Some ravens turned into human-sized beings clad in silver armor. Others morphed in size until they were enormous in capes of black feathers. In the front of this army rose the Raven King himself. He challenged the Shadow King and time froze. Immediately, ravens used their silver swords to cut down the Shadow King's minions. The shadows retaliated, and as raven warriors fell, they morphed into shadow creatures and attacked their comrades. The duel between the Shadow King and the Great Raven King took Ezen's breath away. The Great Raven King was adorned from head to claw in shining silver armor. He wore a dark, feathery cape and a curled, golden, oak-limbed crown. The Raven King lifted his mighty sword and at the hilt was a giant raven's claw clasping what looked like the unreal. With a graceful motion he struck the Shadow King. The Shadow King split in two and both halves began to battle the Raven King. They attempted to flank him, but the Raven King was too cunning and too skilled. With his keen eyes, the Raven King blocked the dark swords of both the Shadow Kings. Brilliant red and yellow sparks flew into the darkscape. The Raven King's sword struck, and Cherry Blossom swirled elegantly, with the precision of each of his clean blade strokes. The shadows, using their environment to their advantage, sunk into the darkscape floor. Breathing heavily and covered in sweat, the Raven King awaited their attack. The Raven King stumbled from them, and one of the Shadow King's forms sunk into the ground again and emerged from behind it. The Raven King quickly flipped over it and struck it with his blade, but it split again from the impact, producing three Shadow Kings to fight him. One charged at the Raven King with its swords upraised, while the other tried to creep up at his side. While engaging with it, the Raven King failed to notice that the third had gotten him. With a sudden movement, the third slashed at the Raven King, and black feathers flew about. He made a sound like a human and a bird screeching in pain at the same time. Clutching his now injured wing, he was slowly surrounded by the three Shadow Kings. No, no, no. What do I do? I wonder, if my fear strengthens the Shadow King, can my hopes help the Raven King? Eason closed his eyes and began to focus. In his mind, he imagined the trees, flowers, magical creatures, and everything else wondrous that he could think of within the darkscape. Raising his small hands, and with gentle movements, he orchestrated his thoughts and willed them into being. The darkscape began to transform. Then Ezen opened his eyes and saw what he'd done, how the darkscape had transformed. He had strengthened the Raven King and had weakened the Shadow King's form. They cried out in anger as the Raven King struck true and vanquished the three Shadow Kings with one final giant stroke of his sword. The Shadow King fell and separated no more. He was defeated. The Raven King and his army rallied and approached Eason. The Great Raven King removed his mask. He had long black hair and alabaster skin. His dark, wise eyes held virtue, honesty, honor, and devotion within them. The King signaled to his army and they all kneeled before Eason. With a newfound sense of courage and composure, Eason walked over to the Raven King and put his arms around him. He then returned to the King the totem that the Queen had given him. The Raven King smiled warmly. There was much rejoicing as the bridge connecting the Darkscape and the Unreal began to reform and heal. Crossing the bridge in wonder, the inhabitants of the Unreal saw the new world growing within the Darkscape. 
The queen's eyes glistened as she ventured into the transformed darkscape. Her elven guards and the ever-loyal Teagledut followed behind her. As she looked around, her eyes found her husband, and she froze in surprise. With arms extended, he ran to her. Illuminated like the sun, she leaned toward him, and they embraced, kissing one another as everyone cheered in triumph. To honor Eason's success, there were many celebrations. Joy once again spread throughout the lands, and Eason was overcome by a love for the unreal. He thought of his mother and wished she was with him. In exhaustion, Eason laid down in a patch of deep blue grass in the darkscape, while imagining his old and noisy house with longing, and he fell asleep. When he awoke, the storm had passed. Eason ran into his mother's room and woke her up. He shared his adventure with his mother, who smiled at him. When he finished, she gave him a big hug, which felt even better than when the army knelt before him in the Unreal. What a beautiful story, Eason. I don't think anyone could have finished it better. Perhaps one day you'll write it down for someone just like you to read. But the boy couldn't forget his strange dream. The next day, he reset the stones, and later that night, he snuck down the stairs to return to the Unreal. As he opened the door, his mother catching him, said, And where do you think you're going so late? I'm going to visit the Unreal. Well, can I join you? I've got my coat. Let's go. He smiled and started to laugh. He knew his mother didn't believe him, but he was grateful that she was willing to humor him. He reminded her of the words they'd have to say. By day I set, and by the moon's light I enter. Eason entered the portal first, so that when his mother walked through, he would be there to see the wonder upon her face as Matilda returned to the Unreal. You're listening to The Great Raven King Part 3 by Stephanie Aaliyah, adapted for radio play by Ghislaine. Featuring the voices of Valerie Smith, Ghislaine, Stephen Farman, Daniel May, and Ryan of Intervision. Edited by producer Ryan. Produced by Intervision Entertainment and What Happens After 2 a.m. With music provided by freemusicarchive.org and artwork for the Scintillating Stories logo, as well as illustrations for The Great Raven King by the amazingly talented Lindsay Payton. Special thanks to producer Kendra for encouraging our mission of sharing stories with the world. Catch more shenanigans from Intervision Entertainment on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube, and of course on our website, intervisionentertainment.com, where you can also buy tickets to catch Scintillating Stories Live in San Diego. Oh, and please find us on all the social media apps you use. We're here, and we're looking for you. Finally, help keep the vision alive and consider donating to Intervision Entertainment on patreon.com.